Shalom Aleichem. I wanted to talk about a very special Yid whose yard site is the 19th of Cheshvan this coming Sunday. His name was Harav Rebeli Melech Tzibul, or as we knew him from Yeshiva in Morristown, he was the Mashpia there for 50 years, Reb Melech Tzibul. And in his honor and memory, I share some thoughts, recollections about this very great Yid, this very great Chassid. Reb Melech was born in 1941 in Eretz Yisrael, I believe in Tel Aviv. And his father was uh, a Galicianer, I believe a, a Bavara Chassid. In Eretz Yisrael in Tel Aviv at the time, several years later, the holy tzaddik, Rabbi Aaron Rekeach, the Belzer Rebbe, lived there. And one Shabbos at the Tish, the Belzer Rebbe told his Gabbai he wants to see a little, a, a, a little boy, a certain boy that had, that was there in the shul that Shabbos. No one noticed this boy, but the, this is what the tzaddik said. And they brought him one boy, they brought him another boy, and he said, no, not this boy, not this boy. And when they brought him the Melech Tzibul, who was then, I think, six, seven years old, a young boy or so, he said, yes, him. And the holy Belzadeba gave him a bracha. So that's, that's a story from the beginning of his life that he was benched by the Heilig Yitzadik, Rebar Rekech, the Belzer Rebbe, who sensed that there was a special child in the shul and he wants to see him and, and give him a bracha. Later on, his father enrolled him in the Lubavitch Yeshiva in Lud under the auspices of Reb Shleim Kesselman, the Mashpia, and Reb Avram Mayor, who was at the time also a teacher, Mashpia of sorts, in the yeshiva. Reb Melech, as we knew him in Morristown, would always share stories, insights, and feelings that he he got from his Mashpia Reb Shleim When he came to America in 1962, he was sitting in 770 Friday night, and either it was the Rashag, the Rebbe's brother-in-law, Reb Shmayo Gerari, or Reb Shmuel Levitin, the noted Chabad Chosid, who was a Mashpia in the yeshiva, turned to this Bachar who had these, you know, thick glasses, and they've never they never saw him before. He was among a group of Ertisroldike Bocherim that came to 770 to learn in the Rebbe's yeshiva and to be with the Rebbe. And he asked him, Who is that Gevald from Samachalif? Where is the word Gevald? Gevald means whoa. The Gevald 
in the Sefer HaMaimorim, in the Book of Discourses of the Rebbe Rashab, known as Tofrei Samachalif, or Samachalif. And without the blink of a eye, in a moment, Reb Melech pointed exactly to where it says, Givald, Givald. The Rebbe Rashab talks about how the Malochim, when they realize, the angels, when they realize who their creator is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they, they're in total awe, and they say, Givald, Givald, wow, wow, awesome, wow. And it's a very unusual expression in Chabad Hasidus, and, and particularly in the Yiddish language, because the Maimorim are generally in Loshan Kaidish in Hebrew. And who pays attention to that? Chassidim of old, Reb Shmuel, who was present in Lubavitch when the Rebbe Rashab said that mimer. So it seems to me that to him and to his fellow students, this was not just something they read in a book, they heard it from the Rebbe, and the Bacharim were talking about it and were enthusiastic, and it was very special. So he asks this new student who he sees as being diligent and learning chassidus and, and the, discussing chassidus with other Bacharim in 770, and he never met him before, so he's like trying to see if this is the real McCoy. So he asks him, where is the, where is the Gewalt of Samachalif? And he knew right away. Reb Shmuel was so nispoiled, he was so impacted, he was so impressed that he immediately went into the Rebbe to our Rebbe, and he said, I don't know who he is. He didn't even know his name. Thick glasses. He just came from Eretz Yisrael, from Israel. And when I asked him, who was the Gavald of Samachalif? Who was the Gavald of Samachalif? He knew right away on the spot. And the Rebbe was very, very happy that he has such a bacher here. Later, in 1965 or so, when Reb married, the, the Rebbe expressed himself in a settle, in a, in a, in a letter to, to his future kala, that Reb Melech, that Melech is a bocher that is exemplary in Nigla, in Hasidus, and in Midas Toivos. In the study, in the revealed part of Torah, i.e., the Talmud, in the esoteric part of Torah, Hasidus, and in good character and behavior, in Midas Tevis. He becomes the Mashpia of the Yeshiva in Morristown, and he was brought into the Yeshiva by Rabbi Yisrael Friedman and Rabbi Moshe Herson, and from that day he stayed until his last day when he passed away th almost three years ago. Some special qualities about him that I saw studying by him for two years. His diligence, his effort, his hasmada in Taira was, was, I don't think anyone that I knew beat him in that. He was always with a safer learning, and not just chassidus, 
Nigla Echsidus, his knowledge of Nigla was tremendous. I believe he was a Bucky in Shas. I'm sure he knew Shas. I would come into him sometimes after davening, 11, 11.30, and he would have a Gemara opened. And sometimes he had a Tzos Achayshin open. And on the Sivas, these are, you know, deep Sforim that Talmidei Yeshiva in the world, in, when they learn Gemara and want to go deeper, they study these Sforim. He knew these things backwards and forwards. He had a, he had a genius mind. His memory was phenomenal. So he was gifted with a, a tremendous memory, tremendous knowledge, great understanding of his knowledge, and most importantly, diligence and effort, which is highly unusual for other Talbidi Chachamim who are great in their knowledge, but they're not such a great Masmidim. I'm not saying there aren't any others. But for us in Chabad, in Lubavitch, at the time, what we knew, this was a novelty. He had an interesting sense of humor. For example, I was involved as an uh, editor for a publication called Ha'oros Hatmimim. This was uh, remarks and notes on the Rebbe Sichas that was produced by the yeshiva under his auspices each week. And he told us that once in Yechidus, the Rebbe said to him, says, a, a, a rabbi came to me on a certain question. I took out your ha'oros at mimim, the Rebbe said from Maris down. Does the shailin, does the tshuva? Here is the question, here is the answer. The Rebbe told this to Melech, to Rebbe Melech in Yechidus lauding and praising the Oras Atmimim that he was in charge of and worked so hard to produce every single week with the staff of Bokhrim who helped him produce it. But regarding the sense of humor, our Rosh Hashiva at the time was Rabbi Meir Greenberg. It was a big Talmud Chochem. He was a Talmud of Shleima Hyman of Teirav Adas. And Rabbi Meir was a, was, was a very big Talmud Chochem. And I remember that in certain sugyas and shas, like Tashbisu and Psachim and in, in Yonim and Kedushim with Kinyu and Acquisition, I remember that Reb Melech, that, that Rabbi Greenberg had written Ha'ara, a large, you know, a, a, a long piece of Torah on, on, that, on that issue. And Reb Melech disagreed with certain ways, the way he was, the way Rabbi Greenberg understood it and wrote it. But he didn't want to show that he, that because he was much younger, that he's arguing with him. <clears throat> so he used a pen name. And I was in between Rabbi Greenberg and Rabbi Melech. So it was very funny, like, you know, here they're sitting in the same base medrash. They talk to each other, but yet they have this uh, strong disagreement in understanding the, 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 the pshat, the meaning of the, of the sugya, of the section that's being discussed and being learned. And there are other examples of this, but that's for, for another time. He gave us also, he opened up the door to students to see the Harchava of Hasidus, the broad 
knowledge of Hasidic literature. He, he, he learned every single Sefer that came out, a new Sefer from Kahas. He learned it, and within a few weeks, he finished it. There was no such a thing as learning it, putting away, coming back to it in three months. No. And we would see that as Sfarim came out, he had it next to him, learning those new Sfarim. When we would go to ask, we were learning certain Maimorim, Tafresh Nontes, Tafresh Samachvav, and he gave Shiurim, in, and we saw his breadth of knowledge, his broadness, his Harachava. But it wasn't just Harachava without understanding. It was good, deep understanding with Harachava. So he introduced us to that. His Fabrengans were very special because he, he, he didn't speak, you know, long drushes. It was short, inspirational, a story with a little message, a word with a message. And he would say L'chaim. And as the night went on, he said more L'chaim. And as the L'chaim took effect on him, he became more anim animated and he would smile more and he would laugh more because without L'chaim, you could... People said he was a cold person. He wasn't a cold. He was not a cold person. He was an intellectual person. He was busy with one thing: learning Torah and teaching the Bacharim, and that's it. So yes, sometimes it felt like it's cold, but he was. If you knew him, and I knew him well, very well from the inside, not from the outside. He was a varam yid, a warm yid, a warm chassid. And when he took some mashke. And as the night went on, it was tremendous. But during the Fabrengen, he opened up for us the panoramic view of Reb Shleim Echayim, who heard stories from Groenim, and also what Reb Melech heard from Reb Shmuel Witten, and he stories from Chassidim of the Tzemach Tzedek, and then he was also close with Reb Avram Mayor, and he shared stories with, from him. So he brought to us the Lubavitch of old to the hallways and base medrash and building of Morristown. And I recall this was something new because in Lubavitch Yeshiv Notion Parkway, our Mashpi was Rebetta Lipsker and he gave us a tremendous varam kite, but it was a different style. Rabbiel Khan, our next Mashpi, was a different style. In this area, Rebbeilich excelled with Chsidish Amaisis and, and, and Vertlach, and this was very, very appealing to us Bacharim. Towards the end of the Fabrengen, when we knew kind of the Fabrengen is going to be over, he would get up, and we all got up, and we started to dance. And usually he would sing the following Nigim. Hi, ay, 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 ay,
And while we were singing this, he would make a somersault, a cool it's called, and we also made somersaults. And then, as we finished the niggin, he would exit to his house. Finally, talking about his midas toivos, I heard from a relative of his who wasn't that Hasidic that out of all the relatives of theirs, Remelech was the biggest mensch. She told me this on a plane. I met her on a plane to Florida and she told me this. Another relative told me once his wife went went away for 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 a weekend. She went away. So he called his nephew Betel Rebetel Tzvibel and he said that uh, he wants to have the the driveway repaved so that and this is like a present for her and when she came back she was so happy unexpected and I when I heard the story I said to myself that Melech who was totally like removed from Gashmias was thinking about repaving the driveway for his wife so she should be happy happier you know what I'm saying a nice present to, to surprise her yes this was a Melech's feeble. The Abish should help that this chus of the Mashpia, our Mashpia, who was in Maristan for close to 50 years, Rebbe Melech Tzvibel, Rebbe Melech Tzvibel, and his thousands of Talmidim worldwide should remember what he taught us, live with what he taught us, share what he taught us with our children and grandchildren and friends, and ultimately be reunited with him with the coming of Mashiach, Bimheda V'yameinu Mamish.